Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Oh Praise His Name.
Someone has characterized immature Christians as human tumbleweeds. Not knowing the word of God, they are highly unstable, constantly being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. The airwaves are filled today with programs of men who are destitute of the truth. Yet many of these individuals have persuasive personalities and authoritative voices. They employ cunning craftiness in presenting their heresy, and they deceive the unwary. Cults and isms are therefore growing like mushrooms, oftentimes because the teaching ministry of the church has been sorely neglected. Real teaching is too much of a burden. Light devotional messages are so much easier to prepare than deep doctrinal sermons. Having sown the wind, we are now reaping the whirlwind. Churches today are full of spiritual babies whose immaturity makes them easy prey for deceivers and religious quacks. The story is told of an old Arkansas farmer who, when asked why his hogs were so thin, he replied, When I lost my voice through laryngitis a year ago, I could not call them to their feed, so I got a big stick and hammered on the corn crib. They soon learned the meaning of this signal. Everything went quite well until about three weeks ago when some woodpeckers came to our neighborhood and went to pounding on the old dead trees in the orchard. My hogs ran in the direction of the noise, thinking it was my call for feed. The frightened woodpeckers, seeing the snorting pigs, would fly then to another tree. And once again, my hogs went squealing after them. These woodpeckers have just run my hogs to death. How many in the church today run after deceivers of this age? The religious woodpeckers who promise substantial food but bring only confusion and spiritual leanness to those who follow their cunning craftiness. We read about them in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and the cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. If you would be sure that you are not being deceived by one of these crafty false teachers, go to a church where the word of God is taught, believed, and honored. Listen now as Carol Johnson, Cheryl Hallman, and Penny Harris sing for us this beautiful song entitled, Call Home.
to join the morning which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church we begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30 then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service we invite you to listen to or watch our church services our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7pm and Wednesday night at 7.15pm We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Jesse Nagel plays for us in the flute this wonderful song, Shine, Jesus, Shine.
In 1 Peter 5.10 we read, But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. The God of all grace. This is an exceedingly beautiful title applied to God the Father. He has all grace indeed. He has justifying grace for all believers, illuminating grace for every seeker, comforting grace for the sorrowing, strengthening grace for the weak, sanctifying grace for the unholy, living grace for the pilgrim, and dying grace for the end of the journey. Whatever you need, the grace of God will perfectly conform to each need, sorrow, or trial. The ocean is known by several names according to the shores it touches. But all of it actually is just part of one great sea, which makes up two-thirds of the surface of the globe. We speak of the seven seas, but they actually flow into one another. So it is with the grace of God. Each one in distress discovers and admires its special adaptation to his need but still part of God's boundless grace. He is truly the God of all grace. On the island of Trinidad, there's a crater in an extinct volcano which is completely filled with pitch. This asphalt is hard enough for people to walk upon, although here and there gases escape in bubbles from its surface. Men dug great chunks from this tar-like lake and loaded trains car full of it to pave the roads of the world. It is said, however, that no matter how large a hole is made in this pitch lake, no cavity will remain after 72 hours, for it immediately fills from the down below. For over 90 years they have been taking shiploads of asphalt out of this crater, yet it never runs empty. They have gone down as far as 280 feet and they still found this black gum-like substance bubbling up. There seems to be an inexhaustible supply. So it is with God's grace. It's superabundant and it never diminishes. No matter how great your need, it cannot exhaust His grace. In the song, He giveth more grace. Annie J. Flint wrote, His love has no limit. His grace has knows no measure, His power no boundary known unto man, for out of His infinite riches in Jesus, He giveth, and giveth, and giveth again. Listen to the words of this song as John and Penny Harris sing, Come Thou Found. Oh, 
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for a Bible study portion of our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is Lord Jesus Christ, 40-day Bible conference. Acts chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. Unto the day in which he was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen in them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. One of the cardinal fundamental doctrines of the Christian faith is the bodily resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We praise God that we serve the risen Savior, Following the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, he was on earth for 40 days. During these 40 days, he taught his apostles about the kingdom of God. Literally, the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself manifested in human flesh, conducted a 40-day Bible conference with his apostles. Clearly, his message was about the kingdom of God. Acts chapter 1, verse 3, verse 6 and 7. It must be understood that he was not teaching about the church, the body of Christ. He was teaching upon the kingdom of God. And we saw that in Acts chapter 1 verse 3, speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Don't the words by many infallible proofs of Acts 1 3 just thrill your heart? So important to understand. Doesn't give all the post-resurrection appearances. It just says by many infallible proofs. Numerology, which is a study of numbers, is an important biblical study and to understand it as well. In numerology, throughout the Word of God, the number 40 is an important number. Here are some of the instances of the number 40. It rained 40 days and 40 nights with Noah. Moses was in the mount to receive the law. Moses was in the mount after the sin of the gold calf. The spies were set into the land. Goliath, Jonah, and the city of Nineveh. The Lord Jesus Christ was tempted of the devil and the Lord's 40-day Bible conference with his apostles. The number 40 in the Bible speaks of testings. Now just think about this again. You have the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. We talked about why he was crucified on a Wednesday. You have his burial, his place in his sepulcher. His body is in the sepulcher for three days and three nights. His resurrection occurs sometime after 6 p.m. on Saturday. You have his post-resurrection appearances, and he's on earth for 40 days teaching about the kingdom of God. Leviticus chapter 23, verse 15 and 16. And you shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seventh Sabbath shall be complete. Even unto the morrow after the seventh Sabbath shall you number fifty days, and you shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. And we know of Israel's religious calendar. Just think of those words, Leviticus 23, verse 15 and 16. Seven Sabbaths, seven times seven is 49, plus one is 50, and he talks about the 50. The religious calendar of the nation of Israel, the spring feast included the feast of Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, and then 50 days later, you had the feast of Pentecost. Of course, in the fall of the year, there were the feast of trumpets, atonement and tabernacles but did you 
hear those words. I hope you have Bible, pray that you have your Bible open. Did you see those words, Leviticus 23, verse 16? 50 days. From the Feast of First Fruits to the Feast of Pentecost was 50 days. This is so important and critical to understand. So literally, from the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ to the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 is what? 50 days. The first 40 of those days, the Lord Jesus Christ was teaching his apostles about the kingdom of God. The last 10 days, his apostles were waiting for the coming of the Spirit. They were being obedient to the exhortation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 24, verse 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. What were they to do? They were to wait in the city of Jerusalem. When you go over and study in Acts chapter number 1, you will see that that's what they're doing. And when Acts 2 comes, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, there's that 10-day period in, be, in between. What did the Lord Jesus Christ teach his apostles during this 40-day Bible conference? Also keep in mind there were 11 apostles because Judas was unsaved. He went out and took his life. It will be during the 10-day wait, and we'll see that. We can study that at the end of Acts chapter 1. It's during this 10-day wait that the apostles will appoint Matthias as a replacement for Judas. Specifically, what did the Lord Jesus Christ teach upon and teach them? You have what the world calls the so-called Great Commission. Matthew 28, verses 16 and 20. I would encourage you to be reading these verses this week. We're going to be studying these verses in the weeks to come. Mark 16, 15 to 20. Luke 24, verses 46 to 53. John chapter 20, verses 21 to 23. And Acts chapter 1, verse 8 and verse number 9. So in the weeks to come, we'll be studying the so-called Great Commission of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to study these words in light of the Word of God, rightly divided. That's 2 Timothy 2.15. And then also we need to remember what Acts chapter 1, verse 3 says, that he taught them concerning the kingdom of God. And then if you read verses 6 and 7, look at the question. This is the question that apostles asked the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, it is so important as believers to study God's word, God's grace, and illuminating our minds to see the truth. If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, the only way of salvation is through him. Won't you believe him today before it's eternally too late? been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my